Hey, you, you want to see something really scary? What's your favorite scary movie? I'm going to scare the hell out of you. What was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. They're coming to get you, Barbara. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk here. What's blood for, if not for shedding? Welcome to Fright Night. Welcome back to Jump Scare. I'm Betty. And I'm Chad. This week we're covering 2023's Lovely, Dark, and Deep. Congrats on the dream job. Been after this for years, ain't you? Leave nothing but footprints. Kill nothing but time. Morning, Rangers. 114 spawning over. There's no database for people who go missing in the national parks. And there are a lot of similarities between these cases. was written and directed by Teresa Sutherland. Uh, it's her first feature length film and it's starring Georgina Campbell who we have seen before in the film Barbarian. Um, she may be the new scream queen. Is that what we're going for? The non-Caucasian scream queen? Yeah. I'll take it. She is lovely <laughs> and she can act. So also we got in this one there's really only a couple more people in the movie there's a few other characters but the only ones that have any major screen time is the uh guy playing ranger jackson which is he is uh the actor's name is nick blood you would know him from andor agents of shield uh the other one is another one of the rangers and she's played by Y. I think it's Y. chin ho you'd recognize her from a lot of the marvel tv shows she was in iron fist daredevil the defenders She's been in Orange is the New Black. She's been tons of character roles and things you'd recognize, like Law and Order, NCIS, all that kind of stuff. What I, you know, anytime you're a character actor, if you haven't made it into Law and Order yet, that's your major milestone there. Once you get into Law and Order, that's it. You've hit, you've hit the big time. Wasn't Nick Blood <laughs> also in Euphoria? Yes, he okay. was. Okay, okay, we got, we got to throw that out there. We don't want the people that love Euphoria to be like, ah, how did they not mention him? 
From year four, yeah, which I've never seen the show. Yeah, I haven't either. So I, I, we just we just completely skip over that. But yes, he he's in that. Just in case you got to throw it out there, get to get those uh, Euphoria credits. Yeah, we don't want anybody Euphoria fans mad at us. <laughs> it's too drug filled. I can't do it. I can't <laughs> handle it. So the film is uh, it's actually filmed in Portugal. Yeah. Um, in a forest over there. So it's very lovely looking. It's very scary. The atmosphere is fantastic. You know, for someone that I love nature, but I don't want to be out in like that kind of an area by myself. I like nature in the sense that I want to go to a park, a park where my cell phone still works. Yes. That's like a flat. There's no crazy like mountain hills like that. There's no part of this park where you can disappear and never be seen again. Uh, also, I want to be able to see my car at all times when I'm at said park. Not be able to just like, oh, I went around a corner and now no one knows where I am. So yeah, that kind of stuff's horrifying to me too. Now, the film, I, the film right off the bat I was like, okay, I saw the trailer. I was like, okay, that's interesting. I feel like they gave away like the best visual of the film in the trailer, which. If that's the only visual you have in the whole film, maybe don't put that in the trailer. I get that it's meant to draw people in, but at the same time, there's nothing, you have nothing else to offer. Um, Really? Yeah, visually, visually. The the scene specifically I'm talking about is when they show another ranger and there's some weird like blood weird i don't even know how to explain like her face is all fucked up and there's just like blood shooting out like oh she kind of has like a tree looking face yes kind of like a tree blood face which (laughs) sounds insane but that's like the scariest image in the whole film and they show you that in the trailer so after that it's like okay well there's nothing else um this is a spoiler 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 alert um, <laughs> we'll put in the description too. There'll be some. We're not gonna spoil the whole thing, but there may be some small spoilers in here. Okay. Well, Shad's being very nice because I just wanna. I feel like I can't. I don't want to say rip the film an asshole, but I. I can't. I said I don't want to say. Don't look at me like that. If I can't fully discuss it, I just think that they it's very ambiguous there's no information in the film so we have this character uh lennon who's played by georgina campbell and she's a back back country park ranger um you know it's a summer thing there's rangers that are put in several spots throughout this um this uh park park yeah and it's like Arvos National Park, which is kind of, they don't really explain where that's at. Yeah, somewhere. And, you know, their job, obviously, park ranger, walk around, maintain, you know, pick up garbage, make sure nothing insane is happening, you know, just take care of the area that, that you're in. And, you know, they make it a point to give you that there's some back history with this character. Right off the bat, that's where it's just like, hmm, okay. So she, well, as soon as she arrives, lays out a map and a and a, a missing uh, person's picture, which is a child. 
and you kind of see the last name of the kid is Lennon. So you're like, okay, there's some obviously relationship. So she got this job to just find this kid, okay? But if this was like a well-known story within the park, um, and they know that you're related to this person, would they put you in the same area if you're a park ranger? Like, even if you ask for the transfer, because it seems you there's a point in the movie where she's having a discussion with some visitors, and it seems like this is something that she's been wanting to be transferred to. She's been wanting to go to the back country part for a really long time. Yeah. Um. So, I don't think that that's something that would happen in real life. Like, on a psychological level, like, if you're able to, like, okay, they passed the psychological, like, test that they're not you know, fucked up mentally over whatever happened, they would be able to fully execute their job without anything interfering. But at the same time, I mean, this is this is not that kind of a movie. They're not getting that deep with it. But right, I'm like, okay, that seems kind of like, mm, I don't think that that, I don't think they're going to be like, oh, okay, your sister or your child, because we don't really know at this point, went missing. Let's put you in that one specific place where they went missing. That's what we're going to do. No, that's not going to happen. So, right there, flaw. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What do you think? Yeah, it it does seem like that's a little bit of a hole. But at the same time, as we learn later on, there's some extra things going on that we don't really know about. So, maybe they would put her there because that would lead to something. Yeah. Spoiler alert, we don't find any information. There's no information. Miminal information given in the film. So if you're a person like me that needs to know like why this happened, who or what is this thing, where it came from, you're not getting any of that. Okay, it's a girl in the forest. Some shit gonna happen. They're gonna be one scary scene. The movie gonna end. The end. Like there's more than one scary scene. Fine. There's uh, three scary scenes. I don't think the other scenes are uh, scary. What I have to say for someone's first film, beautiful. I mean, the film is very, like, the VP, like, v- visually, VP. it's, oh, D, what did I you say? You said the VP. The v, yeah, the VP. The vice president did a great job. The vice the president did a great job. The director of photography did a great job with the, the, the area. I mean, you get the the scariest part of the film for me is the isolation part oh shit i'm here by myself there's no one around me my radio is a piece of shit that's not working like i gotta shit in the woods okay right there that's fucking scary you know i gotta bathe booty naked out here with nothing to cover me like i don't like any of that you could have all that in the room it's not even a house. It looks like a little mini cabin, but the cabin's walls and ceilings Our and canvas. like everything is canvas. Like what? Like when it rains, how does that work? Okay, but and then there's like a chair, a bed. Okay, there's quotation marks going on here. You can't see. It's them. a cot. It's a cot. Okay. And a desk. And a desk. Everything's made out of wood. Hard as hell. I'm just thinking hard. There's no pillow. It's not good times. Okay. I, no. I don't care if they're paying me the $29 an hour. It's not worth me coming out with a crooked ass back and spider bites on my ass 
and none of that. Well, the thing too, like the sheer boredom out there would be unbelievable because it's not like you could have any signal out in that area to be watching anything on your phone or anything. And even if you're not the kind of person, typically the kind of person that takes a job out there like that, they're really not going to care about watching anything on their phone. They're not going to be a big internet, social media kind of person. Exactly. But I wish they'd shown her bring some like a book, a magazine, a guitar, something that for the do out there because I feel like that's the first thing you're going to do. You're going to start going crazy from just the sheer boredom because it's going to be dark out there. Who knows? Maybe five o'clock in the afternoon, it's going to be pitch black. Then you're just sitting out there in the dark with nothing to do. She had a lamp. Bring a book. Bring a magazine. Okay. The woman, she gets dropped off by a helicopter. It's not like she rode in her little fancy park ranger fucking car up the mountain two 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 with all of your supplies in the fucking trunk. No. She's getting dropped off by a helicopter. She got a backpack. Okay. And, and like, a big cardboard box full of canned food. Uh, which was a grape jelly, three cans of Campbell's soup. Apple, okay. She there for the whole summer. I mean, hot damn. Are you hungry? There was there's nothing to eat. I'm hungry. I was hungry just watching the movie. <laughs> okay, I was like, I'm starving. Yeah, also that place didn't have a stove. There was no like even like a wood stove for you to she cook was, on. Exactly. This is exactly what I'm saying. This is the horror. This is when oh when they they the genre wise, this is a horror movie. That's the horrific aspect of the movie. The fact that this woman was going to have to eat that Campbell's soup. I don't know if anyone out there that's listening has eaten Campbell's soup out of a can when it's cold, but it's gelatinous, okay? It's not good times. It's not delicious. You're chewing it. It's fucking disgusting, okay? Now, look, one can say, hey... You know, maybe she, she, obviously, she knows how to live in the woods. Maybe she, you can't put a fire out there. The whole fucking forest were burned down. I feel like that's a big no-no to, like, build a fire, right? Well, yeah, they have campfires. Obviously, people do that. So you could build the campfire safely and do that. I, I just guess. feel like she's going to have to be, like, just cooking this. Like, there wasn't even, like, a fire pit out in front of that There place. wasn't even a pan. Where was she cook? Where was she yeah, going to cook it? Yeah, I didn't see any of that. She yeah. going to cook it in the can? You can. I guess I don't know the, and no wonder she goes crazy because all she had was an apple and a can of apple. There was no even bread. Where was she putting this grape jelly in? Anyway, so, so yeah. we this is just we could just do a podcast on the supplies she didn't have. Okay, <laughs> that's the podcast we're gonna do. Yeah, the things that she should have brought out into the woods with her. There was Number no book. One, a no flare book. gun. Flare gun. She had no flare gun. There was no book. This is a reader's dream, okay? You get to read. No one bothering you, okay? You could read. The, bring the whole damn Harry Potter series, okay? Boom. Perfect. You don't got to bring the hardcovers. You bring it's finally the, the, time to sit down and read War and Peace out there in the middle of nowhere. You've got all the time in the world. Okay, you already said it was boring out there. Let's not bring War all and right. Peace, okay? That's just terrible. Just throwing out something. Something. Bring I don't at that point I don't even care what the bring the stand was. by Stephen King that'll take you a while to read shit that that would take you a while to read also I would be paranoid as hell I'll be looking over my fucking shoulders the fucking flag is after me he could just gonna come out the damn woods I wish flag would have been in this movie but okay? it doesn't take long for her to be out there do you know you know obviously something strange is going on because she's listening to a podcast where they're talking about 
there's no record of how many people go missing at national parks. And at this particular park, numerous people have gone missing because there's a, and this and other parks like it, there's a lot of granite rocks and rock formations. And these people go missing near this and they go missing near water. And so you're like, right away, you're like, my first thought was aliens, was like there's some kind of alien thing is going to be going yeah. on out here in the middle of nowhere. And then your last thought was like, oh, okay, well, we'll never know. Jesus. It's like the it's like the the Tootsie Pop and the world may never know. That's exactly how the movie ends with the guy in the fucking he's the the owls in the thing eating the damn Tootsie Pop. <laughs> Do I sound mad? Like I was you mad are about a little the mad. movie. You're a little mad about the ambiguity of the movie. It was I don't care for ambiguous. My sister and her boyfriend, Academy Award. They're like, this is the best movie I've ever seen, I'm sure. If they saw this movie, they would love it because they're all about the ambiguous. I'm not an ambiguous person to some extent, but give me some meat, man. And then, like, it had rules, but it didn't follow the rules. It was kind of holy, like... It it, it, it did. It, uh, so... To some extent. You find out as the movie goes on that it's her sister that's been missing in the woods. That her and her sister were out there with their uh, parents and the sister, like so many other people they talk about in this, was just there one minute and gone the next. Yeah. I have to say the most interesting part of the movie was the damn podcast. I was like, can't you just put the podcast back on? Also, if you're a park ranger, maybe you shouldn't have both earbuds in your ear because how are you going to hear <laughs> while you're bear walking? coming up on you? Exactly. Or someone yelling for help. If you have that blasting high as hell in both ears, it wasn't like she was just doing the one ear thing. It was in both. I mean, I would want it in both ears too. I was just like walking about bored they as did, hell. did, however, address my thing. I was like, how is she going to charge that phone or whatever it is? And I saw, oh, she's got the little solar thing on her bag that she's charging it with. I yeah, was like, but- okay. Yeah, but then we find out that the thing ran on batteries. No, that was the walkie-talkie that ran on batteries. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Obviously, her phone or MP3 player wasn't working on those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, like, you got to take, like, a whole... You got to go to Costco. This is this is what she should have done. She should have gone to Costco or El Casco, whatever it is in fucking Portugal. I don't know. And she should have gone there and bought, like, all the batteries she needed... Like a bag of apples, maybe two bags. I mean, you're there for two months, three months or whatever. Um, we're assuming that the, the duration because they're there for the summer. Yeah, I said this was the summer because obviously when the winter hits, it's going to be too cold to be there. Of course. Well, it's, I, yes. Because you're not going to be able to make it out there in the wintertime. They could barely survive in the summer. Well, I was going to say after summer comes fall, but you went straight to the winter. But yes, it's it's going to be too cold for people to be out there camping that they're going to need to be out there monitoring them, you know. She did have a sweater at the <laughs> beginning. It, it had holes in it, though, so I don't know how like warm that was going to you know keep her, but nevertheless. Not too warm. But so you realize that there's something unusual going on out there. And she gets someone that shows up at the little ranger station there. That says, you know, they were here, then they were gone. They're freaked out and terrified. Uh, she, you know, does the typical horror movie thing of she runs out without being prepared, runs out in her bare feet, running across the ground, mm. the rocky, dirty ground. Mm. And, you know, after that, her feet are messed up for the rest of the movie. She's limping and walking around. It's like, put on some shoes. You didn't have to put on all the socks and everything. But surely your shoes were right there by the bed. Just shove them on and go. But so they all start looking for this missing person. And they're very particular to her. Stay here at the house or stay here at the area where the, the campsite. 
don't leave. Don't go off. She might come back here. Wait for her. But in typical horror movie fashion, she just says, no, I'm not going to do that. She immediately goes off and starts looking for this woman. She finds her, and that's where things start to go very bad for her. Yeah, and then that's it. Or we can't disclose anything else because this is a non-spoiler. It's yeah. a minute, slightly spoilers. But I thought there were some bloody panties on the floor. And then, but then we don't, we don't but, know what, there was some kind of fabric that had blood on it. But then when they found the chick, she had blood all over her hands and the inner, her inner thighs. It looked like she was like, it was the first time she had her period and she wasn't prepared. And there was just blood just coming down from her inner thighs all the way down to her knees. So something happened, but we don't know and we'll never know what happened to her. So, you know, she gets rescued and then that at that point that's when the you know it the movie goes on from there to show you where these people that are missing may or may not go like i said the podcast actually was the most interesting to the point where i'm like i wonder i mean obviously that has to be a thing i'm not really into those kind of podcasts like you know like the real like the true crime true things. crime i'm not into a true crime podcast or like finding out because i'll i'll become paranoid i won't leave my house finding out like oh yeah people i know people do get do go missing in the national parks but like going missing i guess and then eventually they find your body but going missing and there's like you just like vanished from like the entire world like like blinked out that is like really scary like where did you go like yeah. where where are you and I and I feel like <coughs> the premise of that could have been expanded upon more. There was like there was the meat, there was story there, but it wasn't really fully executed and it was not fully committed to. It was kind of just like see, throw me a bone, and then there was barely any meat on the bone. See, I don't know if if that would work though. If you really just went down and explained everything, I don't. It wouldn't be as as scary or as disturbing. <clears throat> whereas you don't know what's happening. I'm not saying that they have to say like, oh, the monster came from this thing and it you know was from this planet or it's a demon from the baths of hell section a and the and and mother didn't love it i'm not saying it needs to get all this information about that i'm just saying like something though like maybe there is a little bit of an explanation barely maybe there's a little bit of explaining about what's going on why some not exactly why it's happening but why that it's happening to her is explained. Yes, what's happening to her is explained, but why is it a constant occurrence? Why there there's the need to be, let's go out on a limb, is sacrifice or these people are constantly being taken from these parks? Is it But again, that's part of the the mystery of it and the like the scary part of it is that, you know, people do disappear every day and you never know what happened to them. People do just walk around a corner and disappear and you never know. It's scarier to me if I know. See, and it's the opposite side. Like how I'm annoyed with like Rob Zombie's Halloween. Like he wants to say, oh, the kid had a bad childhood and his mom was a stripper and blah, blah, blah. That's why he became a killer. That's stupid to me. That's like fucking psychology 101. Like this is poor fucking writing, right? That I don't like. 
But when it comes to like an entity, something supernatural, whatever, because we don't know what it is, something I need a little bit of something like maybe if it was more lore based, like, you know, uh, like the guardian, like I was saying, like it was like a dryad or something like that. You don't have to give me the whole picture, but at least give me something. I don't know. That's just me. I need a little more. That's more scary to me to know like, oh shit, like this lore is real. Like there's some like creepy ass like pixies or fairies (laughs) or some shit out there that are just swooping people up. You don't got to say like, oh, they're swooping them up to drain their bones and grind them into dust and they snort it like cocaine. Like I don't need to know all of that. Like we don't need to get into some crazy fucking explanation, but I need something. I don't know. That's just me. I was actually okay with this one. I got enough of an explanation that I know things are happening. I know that... We knew things were happening because they said it in the podcast. I know what I'm saying. There's enough for me of what's going on that I can infer that, like I said, it's something has to be taking these people and there has to be a reason for it. Um, but we don't find the reason, though. Yeah, we don't find the reason. But like I said, that to me is That's the scarier per- I feel knowing like- what if they called out and said, well, we need every 16 days, we need a person for this, like you said, to make pixie dust out of their bones. I'm like, okay, but I don't know, drop some criminals off in the park in that case, you know? So let's just throw another movie example. I just need to know, just shits and giggles. Jeepers Creepers. If it was just no, like, something flying around grabbing people you wouldn't like you would be fine with that you like the history of like oh it only comes like whatever the fucking lord like every the 17 every 13 years or whatever the fuck it is in spring or whatever seven years i think it was. yeah there you go like that is at least something i don't have to know who created it what is this i mean obviously you know what the what its purpose is it comes out to eat like that's something that's what i'm talking about if it was just like if you got that with halloween michael myers just turned evil one day and started killing people but see that i can that because it's a real thing it's a real person like it's a human i can understand like the evil in that person just like six times Six times. But he was supernatural, obviously. I guess at that you point. You just said he was supernatural. I don't so know. I'm just, he's a real person, but he's supernatural at the same time. I don't fucking know, okay? That, that First of all, we can't use... That's part two. That's not like 100%. That's like John Carpenter coming in with the second truck of money. And they're like, we need a, we need a sequel. And he's like, I guess. He was already Here off you the go. ground at the end of the first one. So we knew he was doing something wrong with him. Because nobody takes those kind of bullets. Okay. Okay. For, you need to sit down, okay? You, I, I'm sitting down. You are you because you're just getting wild right now. Think about this, okay? Maybe I've Loomis. Touched, I've touched a nerve here because Halloween, you know, her favorite movie. Loomis was obviously a terrible motherfucking shot, okay? He's old. He got one. Did you see his eye? We saw Squinty. him get hit all six no, times. No, we do. Do we see him we did, get? Yes. He reacts, but he could have been fakely reacting. Oh, he, he just wanted to trick Loomis into thinking he was shot six yeah, times. Yeah, so then he could jump out the window backwards out the window exactly, so he could get away. Yep, because he wasn't strong enough to beat this old man that you just said down. Evil dies tonight. <laughs> Jesus. You can't have your cake and eat it too. 
No, I, you know what? I don't appreciate, I don't appreciate the shit you just bought to my door, okay? I don't appreciate that whatsoever. I, I just don't. dropped it off there and now you have to deal with it. I don't appreciate it. It's like a baby it. at the firehouse. That's not it's the your point. problem now. That's not the point. The point was when he was a child, okay, which is when he killed his sister, mm-hmm. I can accept the evil in that. I don't need to know why he did it maybe so he didn't, didn't appreciate his sister being a whore so like i don't me, i don't know you're telling me that you weren't happy when you found out he was a celtic uh killer passed down throughout the years i <laughs> <laughs> that's part four we're we're solely i'm just no, strictly part six we're whatever it is that. i'm i don't i don't care you love it no i'm just Solely going from the first movie, okay? Right, we're off in the weeds here with Halloween. Let's get back to Lovely Dark and Deep. You you started this shit. You started <laughs> this. Anyhow, for me, I enjoyed the movie. Um, it maybe could have been... It was only about an hour and a half long, but it could have had a little bit trimmed out of it and been a little bit tighter um, just because there was a lot of it where it is just people walking around in the forest and I think we've all seen that enough in Blair Witch and all the others. We already know the woods are creepy. We don't need to... It reminded me a little bit of the one we covered... Was it last year we covered the Bigfoot movies? With yes. The, um, like literally at the tail end of last year. Yeah, the uh, Willow Creek. It reminded me a little of that where you're out in the middle of the woods alone and there's creepy stuff happening around the tent. Yeah. Reminded me a little of that. That was actually one of my, not my favorite part, but that that part was creepy because it was just like, that's when I was like, oh, okay, this movie is, is, is there you go. The shit's going to start happening or whatever. Nothing happens. Barely. I mean, you know. it At the end of the film, um, I was like, oh, I turn over and I, and I say, hey, I feel like, not to take any work or credit away from, um, Miss or Mrs. Sutherland. I don't know if she's married or not. Um, Oscar Osgood Perkins. It kind of it get, it get left me with a yeah, an Osgood Perkins kind of feel. An Osgood Perkins kind of feel. Of, y'all know what I'm talking about. And I and I, and the one from the house, like his first his first movie. Yeah, which I didn't also did not like. I did not like his first movie. I love Black Coat's Daughter more than I like that first one, which I can't remember the name of the damn movie. We're going to call it uh, White Ghost in the House. And because she was wearing a white dress, not because she was Caucasian. Okay, yeah, I forgot the name of that one too. I got to look that up. But yes, it gave me that kind of thing. Out of... I'm going to give this movie... um, Once. I am the pretty thing that lives in the house. Oh yeah, see that's very that's a very long title, very long. Just like the movie, the movie was the movie felt like it was five years long. My God, it was the longest movie in the world. Um, the pacing was really bad. I give this one, one knife. I am going the opposite direction. I actually enjoyed this one a lot. I'm going to give it three knives. Wow, three knives. I find it to be very creepy out there in the woods to be left alone like that with, you know, I, like I said, I don't necessarily have to have the phone and be watching movies or TV all the time, but I would like something to entertain myself with. To me, that would be like being in, locked up in solitary confinement in jail where you're just in there with a hard wooden cot and a lamp 
And what do you even, why do you need the lamp? Because you have nothing, there's nothing to read. There's nothing to do. You're just kind of like you're in jail out there, basically. So I find that very scary. And I thought they did enough of an explanation at the end without giving anything away that you knew what was going on, that you know a little bit in the, behind it to know that like, okay, this is something that has to happen. And this is something that... But why? I know, but you're, you're not going to know. They, they don't even know why. I, that, it's just something that has to be done. Yeah, that's to me. This to me this reminded me a little bit of um, Clive Barker's The Midnight Meat Train, the mm. story where there's the thing under New York. You have to sacrifice people to it, or else bad things will happen. Okay, and that's all you know about that. And that there's the creature under there. You have to give it people from time to time, or something bad will happen. You don't really know why it's there. You don't. Really but you know, know it's a creature, right? It's ambiguous. There's some things in there that serve the thing that's under there, but you're not sure exactly what they are or what they're doing. I'm going to tell you right now, you said uh, there's a mid, well, midnight meat train. I was going to say it's midnight. There's a subway. There's tunnels in the subway. And is in New York. Boom. That's already scary for me. Like, I don't <laughs> need... Of course there's something fucking crazy living down there. Of course there is. I mean, come on sold but in this woods i don't know what's i don't know what's there is it a demon is it a fairy is it a who who what is it i don't know maybe it's aliens who knows maybe it is aliens i don't know we were never gonna know but there you go well we're we're divided actually i think this is one of the few films where we're massively divided also I do not appreciate how you bought Halloween up, okay? Just erase <laughs> that complete conversation from the podcast. So this is not going to, you're not going to listen to that because it's going to get erased. Oh, no, it's happening. That's staying in. Thank you for joining us for our bonus episode. Stay tuned to the horror. And now, folks, it's time to say goodnight. We sincerely appreciate your patronage and hope we've succeeded in bringing you an enjoyable evening of entertainment. Please drive home carefully and come back again soon. Good night.